Alright, so we're back at it. Uh, missed fucking one week there, and we're back again with a huge new guest. Connor Lyons, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing very good. Thanks for having me on, James. How's fucking quarantine? Ah, yeah, you know, it's been alright. Um, back in work there the last two or three weeks, so obviously pennies has been an absolute nightmare. I'd say that's a fucking pain. It's horrible. Like, the first day we got back in, it was, it was like oddly quiet. Because oh, I think everybody the calm caught, before like, the storm. literally, we were kind of like, where is everyone? <laughs> and then, like, Tuesday comes in, it's like, oh, bam, through into people, no. out of the car park, full-on horrible job. But look, money's money, you know? It's gotta keep making it. Were you on the COVID payment? No, I was getting paid by work, so I was getting, like, oh. it wasn't the same amount, but I'd rather be doing that because, you know, the whole tax back at the end oh, of the I get you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightmare. Tough to know how that's going to fucking play out, realistically. Um, yeah. Look, there's a specific reason I have you on, so that you're a very, very competitive CSGO player. For those who don't know, what is CSGO? So CSGO, or Counter-Strike Global Offensive, is basically a 5v5 tacti- tactical shooter. Yeah. Um, it depicts two teams, it's like terrorists and counter-terrorists, mm-hmm. and basically the whole objective is terrorists have to plant a bomb on one of two sites yeah and the counter-terrorist job is to either defuse that bomb or kill all the terrorists so obviously it's a very it's in today's day and age saying that kind of description is a bit, a bit odd controversial yeah, i feel like yeah, you're yeah. kind of like saying the t-word and all this mm. like planting bombs yeah. but it's it's very laid-back it's very simple like yeah, obviously yeah when you start playing it it's it's very like kind of just you know yourself mm. like just casual kind of shooter but then obviously more you play you learn more you kind of kind of go oh I want to see how good I can get at this yeah. and then you start learning more stuff yeah and it's an online video game on yeah. uh, PC isn't PC, it yeah yeah so just I brought you in because I'm pretty fascinated about the whole landscape of gaming especially when it comes to PC and the whole competitive uh, world because it's just blown up even in sponsorships mm. in money yeah. players and even recently because Ireland was kind of shoved over away from most of the competitive scene when Massively. it comes to gaming yeah. in any kind of regard. Uh, it's usually, what's it, London, Korea, London, yeah. America. And and then mainland Europe as well. You see and all the, like, Europe. especially all the big Counter-Strike tournaments are held in, like, places like Cologne. Right. Um, and then you have lots of, like, Sweden, Scandinavia, all mm. that kind of thing, and then over towards Russia. Yeah. You have kind of, like, that's the big kind of scope the of where, the, like, where Counter-Strike is mainly right. competitively played. I see. And... When it comes to say America, that's probably where the the money say the oh, money yeah, fights like, are. All the big all the big cash investments come over from there, and you see teams yeah. get signed up there, massive paid contracts. You actually see a lot of players from Europe moving over to teams to the over States. there because there's move a lot to be made. Like really? there's a good bit of cash. Yeah, because you see all these teams like when they want to create like a Counter-Strike team, they'll invest heavily into it. They'll get them like a gaming house. They'll get them really? all of these. Yeah, they'll get them massive sponsorships, like paychecks, all the lot. So it's, it's very appealing yeah. for somebody who kind of isn't making it that well in Europe to kind of go, oh, here, if I get an offer from America, yeah. like, it's just, it's a win-win. It really is. It's called an eSport, but it has the same money and potential and kind of values as a regular sport. Oh, massively, yeah. They definitely. move for the money or they move to play the game real well mm-hmm. and you said about the gaming households and stuff like that there's a number of really big sponsors that fuel all of that mm. but what happens to those or do you even know what happens to those if they don't perform and they drop off these like are the players yeah well obviously like these organizations are pumping in lots of money so mm. they they want to win they want to make a profit out of oh, all really? these tournaments so okay. you take a look at like players that like get signed for these big teams they're obviously being expected they have a a weight on their shoulders to perform yeah. and play at like a top level and if they don't cut it then 
it's, they it's, get it's, cut. It's, it's a cutthroat kind of business. It's like if you're not playing well, they're just going to bring the next best player in to replace you and because just drop you. they they are they really want to make a profit out of it. And obviously, if you're putting in so much money, you want you want to reap the rewards. Of course, yeah. So like it's yeah, it's a very cutthroat business for like teams that like if you don't cut the mark, then I'm sorry, but that's just you're, how it you're is. Getting you're, out, you're, you're getting yeah, out. You're, you're another pawn on the table. Yeah. And you've played and you've earned money recently through Re- the Red Bull. Recently, Tur- Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> what was that like? Was that, because uh, I don't know, yeah, so is it the 2v2? 2v2. So yeah. basically, it wasn't a full-scale Counter-Strike tournament. Like It wasn't a 5v5. It basically yeah. was, I, this is, it's kind of a funny story. I was browsing through Twitter one day and I saw yeah. like one of, um, this guy I know, he's a, a caster and he put up a tweet saying, look, we need teams for this. It's a 2v2 tournament, 750 euro prize pool. And I, I literally, I fixated yeah. 750 euro. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And Easy I, I looked, yeah, I looked at the teams. And I was like, this is e-, like, this is, this is doable. Like, and I saw, I was there like kind of scaring through my friends being like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? And everybody's like, no, I'm busy. Cause it was like in an hour. Yeah. Like I had an hour to find oh, a really? player. Yeah. I had like an hour to find a player. Cause I was like, I really want to do this. And um, I messaged one of my friends, you know, if he's listening to Adam, he, yeah. I, I was like, can you do this? And he's like, I'm kind of working and then I was like no like we, we, this is easy when he's like fine we'll do it so we started up and it was on a Thursday and played through like it's it's a like I think did you watch the stream yourself it's I was in work at <laughs> yeah. the moment but I was told by friends and other people I'd seen like the stream was yeah. happening and there was a huge amount of numbers because you stream on Twitch yeah um but there was it a was significant also, increase yeah in it was broadcast as well by Red Bull Ireland so obviously the tournament that's was hosted what I had seen Bull as Ireland. well yeah and um yeah so we were playing anyway and just we won our first game we're kind of going grand we kind of expected to then it just it gets harder because obviously it's not the same kind of scenario as counter-strike where like as i explained earlier the whole objective it's kind of like just you need it like basically it was kind of like a capture the flag kind of thing so you had to bring your enemies points down by staying in a certain area of the map right and basically it gets tense because it's not about it, it almost didn't come down to how good you were at the game it was almost like it had a, a degree of luck in it yeah. so we were kind of like it was fast paced you kind of like we were just caught in the moment so much you didn't really have much time to kind of go like jeez like what are we doing because you're yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. it's so fast paced and everything yeah. but um yeah we just progressed through we won our first two games and we made it like we were told that was like through to the quarterfinals or the semifinals okay so they're like right Come back to us next week. Really? <laughs> we were told, like, we were kind of hoping we would get it done, like, by that day. Like, we were just going to, like, oh, kind of okay. get it done. And then, because I was like, I don't know if I have work or, like, whatever. Because, obviously, when mm. it comes to playing at, like, that kind of low level, you have other commitments. Of course, you yeah. don't You don't have as much luxury free time to kind of spend yeah. the whole time playing the game. But, sure, look, we came back a week later and had a very tough semi-final against a team that we weren't really expecting to, like, like... Okay come up as like a hard opponent we were kind of just expecting to roll over them and really 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 tested us we were pushed against the wall and we somehow managed to like just came through and then you we beat them beat them and then we went to the finals and we were down so it was a best of five so you had to yeah. get the first of three wins we were down two nil and we were proper like just deflated we were kind of going yeah oh, sure we'll take second prize like well, like it's whatever but they choked and we just managed to bring it back 3-2. Now, you say, I think that's being modest because you say they choked, but I was being told that you had pulled off quite a few. I had my fair share of like moments, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's all kind of just mentality, isn't it? Like, we, at, like at that point, you're kind of saying, fuck it, I have nothing to lose. Like, exactly. like as in I can just play, as, well like, play as free as I might as well just it's whoever wants it more at that rate yeah. and just kind of went to show that like we yeah. obviously had more of a drive to win and absolutely yeah we just came um top. like that is the definition of a competitive competitive gaming you getting money playing very nice fe- very nice I've, feeling to be told you've al- won 500 euro <laughs> absolutely straight into the bank straight um, into the bank for playing a game and 
that that seems like it's going to be as i said and as you said the hub is kind of central europe uh, parts of asia and america do you think that there's a marketplace to in ireland that it can get bigger there's been times where companies have come to Ireland to try and like kind of like establish kind of like a, like an area in Ireland right. for like big gaming kind of like mm. venues and events and all this. It it the problem is it doesn't have the audience. See, the problem with Ireland is there's not a big enough competitive environment. It's more yeah. so casual. You have a lot of like kids in Ireland who play like your Fortnite, Overwatch, FIFA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket League, like not as big competitive games. So there's yeah. no real area to build up a massive player base yeah to have these sort of big scale tournaments because mm. you don't know if you're going to even attract like the audience you're going to get like the kind of the level of comp- competition you'd see in europe yeah. it's it's not really worth it which is a big problem when you're playing like competitive games in ireland yeah that's that, that that's kind of deflating because like there are players like yourself that are obviously very good mm. but then there's a side of it that do you think you'd be able to perform as well when you if you were to go over to the states against other csgo players or would you get rolled over honestly honestly rolled really there's like that's the the thing is i've been playing the game since i was 14 yeah you you quickly learn when you start playing in kind of more competitive environments where your skill level is yeah and like i told like i said if i had as much time in the world as i wanted to to play a game obviously i get better Mm. but the problem is i've college I have relationships yeah. to keep up. I have work to go work. to. I don't have the same amount of time that yeah. a lot of people or who want freedom. to take it seriously have. Yeah. So obviously it's it's like, you kind of have to ask yourself the question. It's like, do I want to mm. put all my time into play, put, put all my eggs into one basket yeah. and play this? Or do I kind of want to turn around and say, look, do the off thing every now and then. Like do so, yeah. play a little bit of competition, but also maintain like a sense of like realism yeah and kind of go look it's it's one in a million if you're going to become like a top player so yeah that's kind of just the kind of decision you have to make and was there a point where you essentially got out the whiteboard started doing all these and saw that look if i was to play the game of statistics i realistically won't be able to make it yeah. full time and professionally and was that a hard thing to take kind of so i would have been about 17 when i first kind of started going right i'm getting good at this game i'm kind of like starting to realize that i have a real kind of like i have a real like level Mm. at this game where i can kind of like build off of that and go maybe make something out of it but at the same time this was like just at the end of fifth year so obviously you're going to sixth year and you're kind of going yeah, yeah, I yeah. the big leave insert so like mm. you can't really turn around and be like to your parents hey i don't want to do sixth year i want to play get competitive games for a living because obviously they're going to turn around and go what the fuck no with you? essentially yeah, like they're going to just say like that's absurd yeah but you always everybody like everybody who'd listen to this like who plays like with me will obviously have all had the same experience of kind of going what like we all have like that big ambition in the back mm. of my going what if like I became something big like and yeah. we all kind of have that same dream of wanting to become big in competitive yeah. gaming but like I said like Ireland very small competitive scene like it's not as and easy it's, it isn't there's no real like avenues to go down it's very yeah. hard to and like your best chance would be maybe to joining a team over in the United Kingdom yeah see where they can go and then maybe like making it to Europe but like again it's yeah. just it's it's not as easy yeah it's crazy even to think with London and stuff that they host they they're a big host city for events as well. They may not pump out as many um much talent but yeah but they still are a massive city and they do yeah. attract they they know that there's a lot of money inside yeah. like to host events there. I think 
Wembley host um really they host these tournaments for Counter Strike. It was it was called ECS. I'm not I'm not entirely sure now yeah, they still yeah, host yeah. it. But I remember like two or three years ago it was massive because obviously everybody in the UK was so gassed to see like yeah like a big tournament like that coming over to London and stuff. So it was pretty good. And before all this uh <clears throat> mad COVID stuff hit, they were meant to have I don't know if it was CSGO or if it was Diablo or something else that was meant to have a whole tournament based in the Olympic Stadium in West Ham. Oh, really? In North London. Mm. So, like, it's pretty evident to see that it's a new thing and it's generating lots of money and there's a huge audience that yeah. watch all of this. And that's the thing. It just, like, the, you look at the numbers. Um, The last time there was, a, like, a major tournament hosted for Counter-Strike, which is kind of like it's a tournament hosted twice or three times a year and it's like that's where the big money is like the winner yeah. gets like a million dollars a and all million the, a million dollars and that's not even the biggest and not even the pro- biggest prize pools there's other games what? like there's games like Dota 2 which have the international yeah. and those prize pools are community funded I remember one year they got up to 14 million dollars as a prize pool for teams yeah it's it there's there's when there's like when people have an interest in something money just gets pumped into it like so much but that um that's genuine that's like freaky to even think that you play a few you play so like you play a Asia, game of pixels and yeah can really well turn into, and you're a millionaire yeah and, and that's the thing like it's well your team's a millionaire yeah and that's always been a big problem with counter-strike as well because for tournaments like that to get a million dollar prize pool that was huge for us but then mm. you look at games like fortnite that mm. came in they hosted a that big, just exploded they, it came out of nowhere and they host a massive tournament over in i think it was new york yeah and the winner right. the winner got like some 16 year old kid wins three million dollars and there's guys who are like 24 25 who've been busting their bollocks for years just to make like five Ends grand not them. even like just not even that same amount of money it's just that's kind of cruel like counter-strike's almost been very shunned for a long time yeah. when it comes to like money and prize pools and everything but like it it, it was one of those games that never should have which yeah. is a very kind of like it's very interesting to say because mm. it's like I don't know it always should have been bigger than yeah, it, yeah, yeah. like it then was it is. yeah because like, the numbers are just there but it's yeah, just why never... do you think that the money never did get pumped in but then when almost I don't want to say overnight sensation like Fortnite or FIFA even they get huge amounts of money from sports sponsors why do they get the money maybe not FIFA so much as others but why did CSGO not get the money I think it comes down to the fact that CSGO is a lot more of a skillful game. It really? requires a lot more skill and time dedicated to the game itself to become good. But if you look at a game like Fortnite, like a four-year-old or a five-year-old can pick up a yeah. controller and like know what to do. And that it, gives it, a bigger audience. That gives it a much bigger audience and yeah. like marketing companies can look at that and go, right, we can make something out of this. And like, you yeah. get, suddenly you get 10 times the audiences wanting to play, like compete in the games yeah, and yeah. go and watch the like, like tournaments and stuff than with Counter-Strike because Counter-Strike, it just requires that much more time to dedicate yeah. yourself to become a top player. Yeah, I always thought, uh, I fucking hate Fortnite, personally. I, I hate that shit. Um, <laughs> like when I first played it, loved it. And then now it's just, <clears throat> a, it's a different game. But oh yeah. I, I just, I can't get over the fact that it's like that's going to be implanted in like pop culture for decades to come yeah. that single game because that we're being associated with a timeline where yeah. re- reeling in the years is going to come yeah up. exactly we had to live in the same timeline as fucking four and the black lives matter thing <laughs> all in like the space of yeah. two years it's genuinely mind-boggling yeah um yeah i i don't understand do you think we're because it's a obviously 
it's a pretty tense environment in some of these tournaments. Do you think the odd competitor would take something to relax them, or is that against the rules? Or <laughs> it's funny, you kind of asked that. So basically, in 2015, there was a major tournament in Katowice in Poland. Okay. And there was this one team, Cloud Nine. There, a an American right. organization. They were actually one of their players came out years later and said that they were taking Adderall to really? performance enhancing to make them Keep kind of more in. awake and clued into the game so i obviously that's like they wouldn't take something to relax them but like more so just to keep them jolted yeah up. because i feel like with games like counter-strike you wouldn't want to be relaxed you'd want to be focused like you want to be just yeah. thinking of nothing else but what's in front of you mm. so i feel like you don't you never know like obviously players because yeah. like, you don't you're i'm not sure who wouldn't who wouldn't but i know now in recent years there has been there's drug testing at these tournaments really? for players afterwards they get brought into rooms afterwards to make sure that they haven't taken yeah <clears throat> steroids or anything of the such just yeah it's it's funny performance isn't it? enhancing yeah it's just uh it's a fucking weird weird world we live in yeah i'm trying to phrase this question in the least racist way i can <laughs> but for some for reason <laughs> whenever I, I i'm not a huge follower of any of these competitive tournaments but whenever i look at them it's always Korea, China, Japan that are really the top tier level in every single game, more or less. Mm-hmm. Especially in like Overwatch and stuff, it's all South Korea. Yeah. Why do you know why it uh, they are so competitive and so dominant I in gaming? I wouldn't know specifically. I know in games like StarCraft and Overwatch, like you mentioned, yeah, and Overwatch, sorry, they are top dogs it's just th- those are the kind of games i suppose that are played over there there have been one or two chinese and korean teams that come into counter-strike but ne- yeah never made it to the level that european and american teams have made it to. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. i couldn't personally say why they were so popular or like why they like are the best i think it's just because games like starcraft are played mainly over there right. like, it's in, like I that's you. their main kind of like demographic their niche yeah yeah so i think that's just kind of the main reason why like they're so good over there but like i wouldn't have like a straightforward answer yeah it's uh it's fucked to think about how good some of them are and like how much money they're getting paid as well just to perform for these teams yeah yeah it's mad and what when you were growing up and stuff like that obviously you said you started at 14 i would have started well i would have started playing like as in playing like counter-strike yeah properly properly well i would have started playing it when i was 14 i played it on like a little shitty hewlett packard laptop yeah that i got from like my confirmation <laughs> and this thing was like a pile of shite to be fair like as in like it wouldn't like it wouldn't do anything for you but obviously like that's when i first started playing it mm. and humble beginnings humble beginnings fell in love with the game straight away like really? i was i would have been playing this thing seven eight hours a day like really casually that, and that was casually like as in i <laughs> i i loved it so much i just i like it felt very repetitive to a lot of people that I knew. Like, I would have made friends. I've made friends over the years. Like, mm. and they come and go and they get sick of the game and they go play something else. For me, it was just always like, no, I want to play this game. I want to keep really? playing. I was so dedicated to just getting better at it. Yeah. And just, I had so much fun playing it. Yeah. And, yeah, played it 14, 15, 16, just casually. And then, obviously you kind of like you get to like a certain point where you kind of like make, meet friends online and you play you all play regularly you're kind of going oh make a team mm. and like you don't take it very seriously but you kind of like it that brings you into that competitive environment yeah. where you kind of go you like the edge off you know what i mean like you kind of get yeah. like a bit of an adrenaline rush from playing a game where like you're playing you've gone from playing it casually to playing yeah. it seriously and you're kind of going this is fun like this is really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah um then obviously as the years went on like like i've never kind of i would have played in teams but never anything seriously mm. and then i got to 
finished um, what's it called secondary school and I started going into college and I was friends with people in UCD computer science and mm-hmm. they were like right the um, Irish Collegiate Esports Championship is happening um, this year this would have been about well, what year did we graduate but it would have been about t- late 2018 yeah. and they were like do you want to play for UCD because obviously IADT which is the college I go to doesn't have any real form of kind of like counter-strike teams or anything like yeah. that so like it was it was like a no-brainer just to say yeah go on we'll yeah play. of course and i've been playing with them pretty much since that year so i've been playing with them for nearly two years now and is it a case of because people are motivated and this is with everything whether it be sports or real life are you motivated by just the pure entertainment and joy that you get out of it or is it more i want to become and get better that i can maybe spin this into maybe a living definitely the latter when i started playing i wanted to be like the best i wanted to turn really? like i wanted to be like i want to make a i want i was like i want to be an established team in ireland i want to be like known as yeah. like the guy that plays for ucd like a good player like but as i said very limited chances for people who want to play competitive yeah. game like gaming in ireland mm. so we would have played like a couple of leagues um played obviously in the tournaments we came like second every time we played because mm. um tud yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always That's had the, they had they had just better players we had more i feel like we had more of a drive to win and we wanted to be good but they're in terms of them being just mechanically skilled like they were just skilled players really? they just yeah it just worked out better for them in terms of like we wanted to win but i think they were just better they were players. just genuinely better. so they you have to bite the bullet on that <laughs> you, you kind of just have to put your hands up and say look it's that's just they're, it, they're it the is. guys yeah yeah so ever since then like we came second about three or four times your motivation kind of dwindles and flows you're kind of going look it's mm. it's, it's if we're is this, if this is the best we're going to be then it, you can kind of tell it's not going to be a yeah. future yeah but that being said like i just still have fun playing it and like you make the odd bit of cash every now and then so. that's uh that's the important thing though yeah. it's just because if it, you don't enjoy it why do what, it? exactly if you don't enjoy what you're doing then what's the point in doing it exactly and that's with everything yeah. um and did you you were telling me before you traveled to belfast once or twice uh three times now three times um is there what what was that for is it a league or a meeting so basically up in belfast there's as i was talking about earlier limited opportunities with tournaments and stuff like that. there's one land tournament and a land tournament is basically where, where everybody everybody around. brings all their computers to mm. one kind of big hall and gets to meet up with each other and yeah. play games and stuff and like play obviously in a tournament setting yeah like beside each other so i've gone to that three times now and oh it's it's one of the best experiences yeah. i've ever had because you talk to these people that you've known like for two or three years prior and then you finally go oh you're gonna come up to this and you get to meet up with them and it's like you you see it's them, like a reunion you see them in a different kind of light you're kind of going okay this isn't a voice i'm hearing in a headset this is a person that i've known for fully so long. fledged yeah and i have always gone the first time i went up i had more of like a, i want to win this thing um, yeah we came fourth out of like yeah. 10 teams pretty happy with that yeah, what are you gonna do and um, then second and third time we've placed third so oh, okay yeah so i'm pretty pretty happy with it you don't yeah. get, the thing is you don't get money for it it's the top two that will get money for it okay because again it's like the prize pool is what the players pay for their tickets ah, so it's kind okay. it's very much just like out of the goodness of their each hearts. other's hearts like just ah. to kind of come up and see each other so and but it's a massive sesh <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say uh it but through kind of doing it that way 
you kind of knock down the walls of people like oh me versus you i hate you yeah. you hate me you know i want to beat you you kind of realize it turns it it goes from that to just you can shout abuse at each other a, from the other side yeah. of the room and you then you get up when you just hug it out and you a bit of out ca- uh, camaraderie yeah so it's it, oh no it's it's nice like it's it's not it's very laid back it's just it's that's cool. very chill and then obviously afterwards you all go out into town have a couple of drinks do whatever that's like fucking sweet yeah there's um like when saying that go up and go to like there are people like and i'm sure you are no stranger to this that people would think oh going up to belfast to play video games on a computer like that's fucking this or that and it's not cool or it's not socially cool or accepted or anything like that you know i i personally have a problem with people who don't accept or try to project this whole thing of that that's not cool why would you bother doing it if you know this group of people think it's not okay or this group of people don't think it's right like and that seems to be projected so much when it comes to people trying to explore a craft like you have whether it be art or whether it be uh I don't know dancing or playing video games. Something or that's not the norm in the like in in our culture. Like yeah. if it's not if you're not playing sports, it's kind of a and bit they like... backlash and you get a huge amount of backlash for yeah. it. And then it's only when you grow up and you, you even you said when you left secondary school and you went up to Belfast and places like this, like it's quite easy to see that you're a lot more positive when it comes towards this, and you've kind of yeah. blocked out all those voices that it, say it's a big kind of curve to like turn around and say fuck you this is what i enjoy yeah. doing because up until maybe even the last year i only became comfortable with expressing yeah. what i do and like I'm, in terms of like turning around and being like i play video games yeah. like, like a lot i yeah. play a lot of video games i have like six thousand hours in counter-strike <laughs> and i've been doing this for years and this is what i enjoy like it only yeah. took it only took me until maybe last year to come out and comfortably turn around and say that to people because yeah. it just it's 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 in my opinion anyway with my like I, I was kind of insecure to turn around and be yeah. like oh hey look oh it's like oh what do you do oh, i play football oh what do you do oh, i play rugby i play video games <laughs> it, it's, it's <laughs> very much so so it's it's yeah it's it's very easy for people to shun yeah but you kind of just need to turn around and go well you haven't tried it yeah like i've like i've been how that. are you gonna judge me if you know th- if you know nothing you don't know about, about it you don't know the friendships like, you don't know the fun i've had from it the friendships i've had the experiences yeah. i've had you don't know anything about what i do yeah. but you're still happy to turn around and go oh you don't play sports like get yeah, away from me off. yeah yeah it's, it's interesting it's it's that's controversial i suppose because i feel like a lot of people who listen to your podcast this wouldn't be their cup of tea no it wouldn't but like i always said that if I was going to get the same person or same style of person on to talk about fucking be sports, stale. it would be stale and people wouldn't learn anything from yeah. it. Now people can see that like this is a pretty socially accepted thing. Not that it's it fucking should, no, mind-blowing it, 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 or anything. No, it's not but, mind-blowing, but it, sh- it certainly shouldn't get as much backlash no, as it not at does. all. Like it should be okay to like say, oh, that's your hobby. That's what <laughs> you do. Like go for it fucking yeah. <laughs> too many the people, world's your oyster like, oh yeah 100 yeah. percent. uh it's your world we're all just living it yeah it's it's so disappointing to see this kind of t- this is a tangent from gaming but it's so sad and frankly frustrating to see kind of younger people from the age of 14 even up to like 18 and 17 that they will take on the ridicule of others and drop the thing that they really like to be socially accepted by, oh, by said others yeah. and uh, peers. That is why I was very hesitant to tell people what to do because that's the problem. You yeah. just, if it's not cool, if it's not in, 
you can forget about out. it. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. It's like, if you want to kind of like be mates with these people, then you need to stop doing what... Like, if you have to turn around and stop doing what makes you happy to please others, that's just like... That's it's not just, a lie. It's such a toxic, yeah. me- like, mindset, which yeah. is why you don't want to fall into, like, that kind of mindset, yeah. especially when it comes to playing, like, games and yeah. getting, like, to a competitive situation. Yeah, I always... I always thought, like... Because, in a sense, I don't want to act like i'm fucking mr gray at everything i'm shite at games i play so much that i'm still bad i've i've broken so many controllers because i think to myself i played video games since i had the ps2 when i was like oh, eight so, yeah and i'm still bad oh, I've, I've been playing computer games yeah. since i was like four like, exactly it's just like <laughs> exactly and, and i'm just like right i'm not good at this but in the sense of I was never really great at any game. I was never really great at any sport, but I kind of liked everything. Yeah. So in that way, I could kind of gel with both. But, and it seems like if you, it, because you, you like, you're a big rugby fan. Oh, I'm a massive sports fan. Huge sports any, fan. Any sports fan. I like football, I, rugby, football, rugby Formula One, anything. Yeah. For, fo- yeah. You're a big Formula yeah, One fan. Yeah. I, I will have a conversation with you about any of those. Yeah. But like, why is it a case that, like your main focus is, well no I don't want to say main focus but your main hobby in that atmosphere is playing video games and I can talk to you about sport but those who play sport as their main thing in their atmosphere won't talk to you about they games they feel uncomfortable because it's not their environment as you said it's not their environment yeah. it just it fucking boggles the mind yeah. as I say constantly on this show I suppose it kind of comes to like a degree of arrogance it's like yeah. it makes it takes them out of their comfort zone they don't feel comfortable with so instead of trying to like understand what i do they just push it away it's not sport it has no ball <laughs> throw it in the corner with all the other literally middle children or hobbies <laughs> You're like fucking arts get over there yeah um when it got, I, I was just telling you there about how angry i used to get when playing video games has there ever been a moment where you have just gone so tilted super but like what is the worst case break it down for me there's been many a case. Oh, really? So, there, I've gone through more fucking headsets, mice, really? and hot fucking dinners at this rate. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's a lot of moments where you kind of just, you see the red mist and fucking I've nearly had a fist through the monitor at some point. So like, really? Yeah. Um, it's hard to pinpoint certain moments, but there's kind of, I have, I, I wouldn't say a story, but I have kind of like something to talk about on in regards to like yeah. tilting in video games. Basically, when I was about, through the ages of 15 till about 17 I would have been a horror to play online video games but I was just an absolute bollocks like I just I got so angry because I don't know I, I like to turn around now and think that was just like my passion for the game and I had like a competitive drive to win but fuck me that I hurt many of people's feelings in games like oh the name calling and the fuck I may as well have been like a bully and like I was just so disappointed in myself but like that's the thing it's pretty funny it, it's very to. funny to look back on I find it hilarious now the people I said stuff to I wouldn't say they found it as funny scared literally they, they're still up with my cold sweat <laughs> but um, yeah like it. oh like so you kind of like as the older I've gotten the more kind of chilled out when it comes to taking no, things so seriously like I still like the competitive edge of video games but I, I do realise now the people I'm talking to are people 
and i'm kind of like right it's time to like like i, I want to be your mate now like i want to be your friend and i'm just gonna set the headset yeah, like, down like, oh, no, I, it used to be back in the day i actually had a push to talkie and i'd actually push that when i got angry to shout something but now i just kind of take the headset off just pop down to one side and just kind of have a breather like i'll get up throw a couple of darts come back like you <laughs> know warm. have a glass of water just yeah. tell myself that life's too serious to be kind of getting, getting angry games. at video games but um yeah no there's no specific story but I remember uh, I got so mad and I don't what the fuck was it I got so mad at a game of FIFA I feel like FIFA was the 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 great equalizer of people and rage in like PlayStation Xbox culminated everything into one big mesh oh god teenage rage I remember (laughs) I was I'd say I was probably like 15 16 maybe even 14 and I had the PS3 controller. I was playing fucking FIFA 15, whatever it was. The old 90 minute equalizer, the 90 minute winner. <laughs> it was fucking. I remember it well. Christian Benteke for some random Ultimate Team slotted one home for them. The 90 minute. Big minute. right button finesse oh, shot into yeah. the top bins. Oh, yeah. And I fucking sat back calmly, got up, walked around my chair, and fucked the fucking controller <laughs> right at the fireplace and it exploded oh jeez and I remember looking as soon as I did that and then, and then you're left in an odd position that Could you kind of re- you realise that was way too fucking far oh yeah but you're still angry <laughs> so you kind of just kind of sit there and go I, I whenever that whenever I overreact I just kind of sit there and go oh, <sighs> I've just fucking done that <laughs> I, I, I remember throwing that and I was like well now I'm angry at the game and I've broken my controller and now I need to get a and new one and now I'm just sad and now I just need to sit down and maybe have a little cry to myself yeah. that I fucked it up so bad but but then again as I was saying the older you get you can look back on that and find it funny because yeah. you're just there like what the fuck was wrong with me yeah and then I remember I had to get a bus to uh to Dundrum get a new controller that looked exactly the same and bring it back so my parents and brothers wouldn't realise that I had just completely spiked swanton bombed my PS3 oh, well, thankful, controller thankfully your parents weren't there like I've had many a time <laughs> no. where my parents are downstairs watching television and they go like I'll come down from my dinner and go they go what were you shouting and I'm like oh it's just a game you wouldn't understand because all they hear is me go back to prime time fucking shite and then they just hear the table smashing Smash. my fist going through the wall or something so it's funny in that regard it's mad (laughs) yeah i it's just i feel i feel like everybody these days plays video games no matter what you'll always find like uh, one the big realization for me was people i went to school with who i didn't talk to as much but then they come up and go because they'll see on my instagram Mm. obviously i post a little bit more about gaming on that and i go you play games. Yeah. I, play, I games. play games. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Points at each other, high five. Yeah, it's like that. I remember there was a sketch I watched and it's just like how men talk to each other, how's playing. They're like, House of Cards, House it's of Cards. cards. <laughs> and they start naming fucking TV shows. <laughs> good, 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 very good. So uh, yeah, it's 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 nice to kind of, like you, you feel a degree of acceptance mm. a little bit more when you hear people kind of go, oh, I love to play this and all that. So mm. kind of go, you don't see that person initially being like, oh, you don't seem like a gamer. Mm. which again is kind of like an insecurity on my part but yeah, like, yeah. but you just yeah it's nice to see yeah. but the and another big thing is that uh, Mixer recently closed down the streaming service yeah. uh, for gaming and bought out by Facebook I believe because Facebook bought out by Facebook and it was also meant to be hemorrhaging so much money even for Microsoft uh, but the big equalizer is Twitch mm. Twitch is like 
the platform to stream your games. Twitch is your optimal platform. Yeah. That is just it's the bread and butter site you go on to stream. Yeah. Twitch has its own problems, but that's that's for another day. Like yeah. that kind of that has its own kettle of fish. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just it's the number one streaming platform. So and you do it a little bit as well. I do. I I dabble. I dwell. You know. I I, <laughs> I, I dabble. I dabble. I dip my toe in a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's again when it comes to like competitive gaming, it can get a bit demoralizing when you've been streaming for three hours and you look and you see two viewers. And one, uh. of them, one of them, one of them is just a little, one of them is yourself, and the other one's the little bot that fucking Twitch give you to make you feel a little bit the better. Bot. Yeah, you kind of click into it, it goes account made in twenty nineteen, and it's uh. got like no mess, and you're kind of like, oh, you're not a real person. But other other times it can be very like I've played. Um, the occasional tournament and I go yeah. fuck it I'll, I'll throw my stream on just to let people go mm. you get like 15-16 viewers and you get people chatting to you and like it's, it's nice because you kind of feel like you're building up a little bit of a community yeah. but um, yeah streaming can be very fun and it, it, fuck it if you're lucky it's 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 a lottery yeah. when it comes to competitive gaming streaming if you become famous or not yeah. but yeah I, I just take it casually like I'll just throw it on whenever like I'm not yeah. too serious about that so many um, I know again I know very little about this but it seems that so like from 2017 back mm. youtube was the place to be to post everything and yeah. earn good money but now everybody has kind of jumped the gun and gone to twitch to earn some serious money it's gone from uploading funny videos to your cats to <laughs> being like oh look at me i'm really good at this video game and it's, people really like to people see that. people eat that shit up people yeah. love to watch like top names like like fucking ninja and shroud yeah be amazing at video games yeah and it's just incredible the amount of money they make from it. Like, just yeah. there's, there's people out there who just will dedicate like their whole entire fucking wallet contents to like get mentioned on their oh stream God, in front of like thirty thousand yeah. people. That's a different, but like uh, a that's different the, story. It's it's just yeah, it's a different story. But it's like it's just it's mad the money they make from yeah. it. It's crazy. But like as I said, it's a lottery whether you become famous or not. And I only uh, realized recently because I know some Australians signed a deal with Twitch. But like the big. The big uh, kind of earners, they even they get money from Twitch, the company as well. They yeah. get contracts and stuff as well, which so I had no idea. Basically, when you become affiliated on Twitch, that's yeah. when you get your subscriber. A partnership, people, a partnership pretty yeah. much. People pay four ninety five a month to like become a subscriber on your channel. Yeah, if they want to, they get access to like sub only chat. They get access to emotes. Um, that you make and eventually if, if for every $100 you make through subscriptions you get a payout from Twitch so really? yeah so I got I think maybe like 7 or 8 subscriptions nice so that gets me to like what like forty dollars? I don't know my maths terrible. Like not even. I think thirty. So I'm kind of there. Keep going, it going. Keep it going. But obviously the problem is you make that money. But if they're not resubscribing to you, you don't get it. So you have to constantly get a stream of resubscriptions ah, to that right. one hundred dollar pay mark for them to pay you out. I'm, pr I'm pretty. Tough. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Now somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but nobody's here too. Yeah. So <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> is that what? That's obviously why um, people always like streams they always have a certain time so they uh, on a certain day of a certain uh part of the week because they want to gain uh they, like they have a stream schedule so yeah. they can maximize viewership and they can kind of like as i was saying earlier build up that community yeah. of people that just like are like so they know okay so and so is streaming at this so i'm gonna watch them for mm. four or five hours yeah yeah, yeah. that's um look uh I'm certainly a lot more educated than when you first stepped in here about the whole gaming world. And well, thank you very much. Definitely CSGO and stuff like that. Yeah. We're taking a, a little venture off from the games. We're going to talk about 
movies. Movies. About movies that probably shouldn't shouldn't have been made in the first place, but they were, and here we are. And here we are. <laughs> so we're here to talk I, about I'm them. whipping out the list. It's the movie section again. I have a list here of maybe the most controversial movie. I'm looking at some of these and it's mad. First one, the big one, top of the mountaintop, is Tropic Thunder. Oh jeez. And there's a very uh, <laughs> obvious reason why that movie is on this list is because famously Robert Downey Jr. Blackface. Blackface. <laughs> yeah. Blackface. And in... if you step foot on Twitter or any social media platform now, you can you can understand why it's not yeah. exactly like everybody's Accepted. favorite and cup of tea kind no. of movie. What? It's such a funny movie oh, it's though. Brilliant. It's, it's like, fucking laugh like, out loud. Oh, it's stuff. massively. But again, if we're talking about how it's aged it could have done better <laughs> poorly that yeah. actually that film won an oscar for its makeup on robert downey jr hmm. yeah yeah that that that's the society we live in or we lived in <laughs> they've done a full flip now <laughs> now the now that everything's happened Cancel culture everywhere oh my god could you imagine if they made that name Jesus, especially no. in like today's life, they wouldn't have made it past the script. No, they wouldn't no. have. Put Robert Downey Jr. Blackface. Nope. <laughs> no. Straightened the scrapped. Bin. Scrapped. I have another one. The Karate Kid. Karate I don't know why. You, I, I don't know if you know, but it's. Have you seen the Karate Kid, the original, the not the origi- Jaden Smith one? Well, well Mister Mister Miyagi. Miyagi. Wax, wax on, on, wax on. Yeah, obviously, of course. People, I was like, oh, that was a pretty good movie, and then I saw loads of people were angry at Mister Miyagi because they heard Mister Miyagi speak in real life, and he's got a full Chicago oh, normal so accent. He was putting on an Asian accent. He was putting on the wax on, wax yes. off accent, and people. Didn't like it. Ten years later, weren't weren't feeling the. But that's the, the thing. Movie. Like it's it's all it, all this stuff comes to the surface ten years later. Yeah. It's it's like people need to realize that this was made in a different yeah. time, and this is going to be controversial as fuck yeah. to say on oh, your God, podcast. Yeah. I apologize if this needs to be edited out. But like <laughs> that's just the humor that was accepted back then, yeah. and like obviously that's not accepted now. But people need to realize that it won't happen in the future. Mm. But you got to leave shit in the past. You got to let the past be the past. Exactly. Especially all that they again take it a little far left but like the whole thing about digging up people's tweets and stuff like that that's and, terrible yeah like, that, that shit's like the worst that, like people learn from their mistakes and stuff like that there's no need to kind of yeah. make them feel bad for something that they did like eight years ago eight or nine years yeah. ago I don't know it's just it's very excessive and people, yeah, people have too much time on their hands exactly and it's dumb yeah another one here are you an Indiana Jones fan I, uh, I dabble <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just I Which did a bit of research about? here. I did an Indiana Jones. Uh, I, did, I watched all of them. For a beloved series, its track record is subpar really? at best. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and the one, the main one is the Temple of Doom. Right. The Kalima one where he takes the heart out of people. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. They were like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, Oh, and they believe in this god. It's like, no, that god's not real. It's like, oh, but they're in this part of India. No, they're not. It's like, oh, <laughs> but they, you know, but they do loosely believe in this. The like, director no, they just don't. completely fucked it in he terms of like, it, essentially. Like they were just so horrible to people's cultures. <laughs> yeah, and apparently they were super bad to the Indian actors because it was like because they used no. Um, effects doubles so they didn't like have CGI people. Yeah, obviously the times that it was made in, and they paid like the indian because they shot on site yeah uh, for parts of it and they paid them nothing next they paid to nothing. them next to nothing uh coppers like oh yeah absolutely and pennies. it wouldn't have been made and 
it's pretty racist. Some of the shit that so like it, like Indiana Jones yeah. says is super fucking yeah. racist. The man's afraid of snakes, but he's also afraid of what's in front of him. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I remember I, that was kind of the end of my list, and then I had asked uh, a group chat like, "Do you have any more?" And have you seen Dumbo, the original Dumbo, the detective? No, no. Dumbo was in like the the elephant. Oh no, I have the not. Disney movie. Oh really? No, 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 no. It's super old. It's, it was made back in like I want to say the early fifties or okay. something like that. Yeah. But there's a scene in Dumbo around the end part of the movie where there's a bunch of crows oh, okay. sitting on a tree branch, right? All voiced by black actors, <laughs> and one of them is called Jim. He's a literal Jim Crow from oh, the Jim Crow God. laws. <laughs> And they have the ball, and they're all I mean, black crows, voiced black, by black actors. <laughs> yeah, in like raggedy oh, clothes. It's like the the deeper you I dive, seen it, on but it, I can imagine like it probably wouldn't sit. <laughs> I'll well. see if I can get a picture of it. It's just the deeper you dive with it, the worse it gets. Yeah. because they're crows. They're super black. Uh, in, obviously in, in design because they forgive are, me now. Stereotypically deep voices, like yes, yeah. Very, yes. very much Harlem Globetrotter kind of. Emphasize, no, not even. <laughs> that would be good for them. Hold on. There's a pit. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, I'm just shaking the mic a ton. Uh, oh, that's them yeah. there. Uh, and they're crows. Like, and Dumbo doesn't wear any clothes in the movie. The he's got the do rag. He's got the shoes that don't fit on right. Oh, uh, hat with no top. Glasses. Uh, Dumbo doesn't wear any clothes in this, but they made it sure that the crows were the worst raggedy stuff ever to portray yeah. their racist intent and they smoke cigars and are threatening that uh, that's fair enough okay i can understand yeah you know, so why that's i mean if you have bad. disney plus watch it it's a good movie and there's some heart-wrenching well, scenes sure to do it now but i won't be voicing my opinions on it too no much. <laughs> no uh i don't think you should and yeah. then also in that light is uh did you watch or did you ever watch the jungle book the original yes do you know the King Louis scene? I think so. It's the been, orangutan. It's, it's been a, oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's I want to be like you? Yeah. Oh, that voiced that, by a famous jazz musician. That song got a lot of cla- like backlash because of the, yeah. like, the meaning under it. Like, oh yeah, very much a double meaning. Like forty years later, they were like, he was saying to a white right? boy, it's like I want to be like. You. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. He's there singing it to a, like a white a kid. white kid. I want to be like you. Yeah. Voiced by. I'll let, like leave that to people's own imaginations. Why that's bad? Yeah, because I don't want you to get kicked off Spotify. <laughs> it's a long time coming. Yeah. At this point, I probably should be, but. We'll give it two or three more episodes. Two or three more episodes. Get it in. Get me to ten, and then we'll finish. Yeah. Uh, for something probably not right uh and then the last one is actually no i've got a few different ones actually here i've got uh, american beauty i don't know if you've ever seen that film but it's about uh a suburban dad that falls in love it's also a really good film yeah like how badly had it has aged if you just switch off the blinkers in your mind Mm. and you can watch and it's good and i'm pretty sure it earned kevin spacey his oscar oh wow but it's about a suburban dad who's bored with his life and becomes infatuated with a young teenager. Oh, right. That has so, if you kind of... You said you can switch the blinkers off, but if you pay attention But to if it, you pay attention... You kind of go, this is fucked up. <laughs> it's even extra fucked up because Kevin Spacey from House... Originally from House of Cards yeah. 
has been completely blacklisted from Hollywood and everything. Oh yeah, because all of because scandals of his sex child yeah, abuse yeah, yeah. scandals. So like again, another topic, another topic, <laughs> another day, another, another day. Yeah, <laughs> but it's got like looking back at it now to watch this movie, knowing what he did, which is pretty fucking evil. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a tough watch. I watched it recently. Good movie, as I say. If you switch the blinkers off, but boy, it's just a cringe. It's, it's one of those cringe-worthy ones where you kind of go, you yeah, can't say or do that. Like, it, like dude. There's a famous scene where like she's uh, having a bath or something like that, and he's kind of leaning over. And back in the day, I was like, "Oh, what a great scene!" But like, it's so, it's so creepy. weird. Thinking, yeah, yeah, it is creepy now creepy. thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and the last one I have here. Did you watch Big, the Tom Hanks movie? Yes. Where he became, where he was originally a child, uh, makes a wish and becomes a man. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. is a child in a man's body and has full-on intercourse with a grown woman. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't get to see it now. But no, but it's there. <laughs> it, 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 it's heavily implied. Yeah. They sleep in the same bed and have a full, fully working relationship. Grand old time in the sack. <sighs> yeah. It's... Is I like, I just have written down in brackets. Kid technically fucks grown up. <laughs> it's that's the TLDR that, that, of the movie. <laughs> exactly, that's the breakdown. And then that's the four one one. Exactly, and to make it a little bit worse, it ends with him turning back from Tom Hanks into a child, back into a child. Yeah, and the woman does she realize that? Like yes. Ah, yeah. How mentally fucking scarring. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not, not an easy pill to swallow no. if it's one of your favourite movies of all time which yeah. it is for me uh, that's fair enough yeah and then there's other movies just to kind of get because I've been told so many times it's like you only do the negatives about movies why don't you do any positives because nobody <laughs> wants to hear that shit no because we all know why it's a feel good yeah, movie or why it's got all the Oscars it's, the f- you, it's, yeah. it's fucking plain and simple yeah, we all know why fucking Rami Malek yeah. got the Bohemian Rhapsody Oscar yeah. However much I didn't he think he deserved it. looks fucking identical to Freddie Mercury. Exactly. <laughs> he looked and sounded like Freddie Mercury, so give him the Oscar. Yeah. I don't agree with it. But then there's movies just to satisfy those people that want the positive side of it. Stem the tide. Exactly. Of, yeah. Stem the tide. Is that there were some serious movies just through researching this list that were really good and have aged super like well. Like have aged well. Yeah. Well, uh, the three Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Made from the 2000, 2003. Mm. Unbelievable. Oh. The old Star Wars movies brilliant classics phantom menace like just holds phantom up so menace. Well. It, it does yeah. hold up well i remember my like baby cousin watching it like he wasn't getting the full plot or anything like yeah. that but like the attention was certainly on the screen mm. like those movies definitely get made like brave heart yeah. yeah all of them there's some real classics and also like there's ones that'll never ever be forgotten such as scarface shawshank redemption shawshank redemption Goodfellas, like yeah. all of them, will always have a place in history. My heart. <laughs> in, in, in my heart and in history, that will, al- yeah, that will always be loved by somebody. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and they'll never, especially, especially with Lord of the Rings, like all the effects and the budgets that they put in for all of that. It was, yeah. uh, it was just exceptional. But yeah, that's that's as much as I'm giving on the positive note, and I'm not spanning any further than that. If you just keep complaining, you can get fucked. Yeah, I was gonna say for <laughs> there those won't be another episode. Fuck off! I'm gonna make it even more negative next week. Um, just out of pure spite. Out of pure spite. Look, Connor, I'm so glad you came. Thank you very much. Fucking hopefully, taught us all a 
bit on a new well, I topic. Hope somebody took something out of it. Like I if, certainly if, did. If I could influence you and somebody else, I'd yeah. be more than happy. But listen, thank you so much. Absolutely. No, it was an absolute pleasure to have you in with us. Uh, so look, we'll be back next week with hopefully another episode, hopefully a new guest that I can track down, hunt down, uh, and I'll see you then. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks again, Connor. Pleasure.